Uh, morning, Michael, alcoholic. Sobriety date, September 13th, 1999. Um, my favorite quote in the big book comes in the third edition on page 542. And it goes as follows. For me, AA is the synthesis of all the philosophy I've ever read. All of the positive, good philosophy. All of it based on love. I have seen that there is only one law, the law of love, and that there are only two sins. The first is to interfere with the growth of another human being, and the second is to interfere with one's own growth. And I love that because it's always made life simpler for me. When I think along those terms, it's easy for me to understand how I might be interfering with someone else's growth. And I'm assuming in this paragraph they're referring to spiritual growth. I know for me, if, if I'm being cruel to somebody, that's got to be blocking both of us. Me as much as the other individual. But as several friends of mine know, I, I have a concept of a higher power that asks me to look at my actions, and they're either positive or they're negative. Maybe oversimplifying, but that's the way I feel about it. Uh, I've learned that the simplest of things, when I go to a store and I actually refer to the clerk by their first name, Something changes in that person. And I'm fortunate enough to get typically a pretty quick response from that individual that's usually positive. It's happened multiple times where I'll notice the person in front of me was a little, you know, curt with the clerk or whatever. And it's amazing how that person's demeanor changes when you go, wow, I hope he's having a good day. And they can look and recognize that there's there's kindness out there because yeah, in my life before recovery none of that really ever occurred to me I never thought about others that way uh, I never thought I could influence somebody positively with something so simple even opening a door for a male or a female what a novel concept that is because I've never opened a door for someone that got mad or said something like I can do that myself I don't need your help and I think for me when I'm working I'm, I think of six and seven for me and the way I've worked those uh, my friend Rusty would tell you that you know early on I didn't know the difference between six and seven I didn't have a working knowledge of how to work those steps and it was a, a mentor that he and I both shared that just said well you know we all have skills, and some of those skills we abuse. Uh, in my case, it was the ability to communicate. I used to use that to manipulate. And then I discovered I can use that to mediate, to be kind to somebody that isn't receiving kindness. And then there's those things that I did for self-centered purposes, you know, 
as I mentioned, I, I could communicate pretty good most of the time. And I always use that to try to get ahead of somebody or get something out of somebody else. And then I discovered I could use it to communicate things that would help somebody. I'm in a, an occupation where marketing is a big deal. And when I was first getting sober, I remember being scared to death of the statement, you know, that we needed to be rigorously honest. And so uh, I went to work for a company uh, in a service position rather than a sales position. And I worked there for like three months, and the owner came up to me and goes, I really think your skill set's better over in sales. And I told him I'd have to think about it. I'll never forget a friend of mine who was giving me a ride at the time. Uh, I said to him, I said, they're firing me from this service department. He goes, what? I said, yeah, they want to move me to sales. It'll be a lot more money, a lot less hours, but they're firing me in the service. And he had to pull the car over to a parking lot of a hardware store. And he said, let me get this right. <laughs> he says, they want to pay you more money, less hours. And I told him, I'm afraid I can't sell and be honest. And he started laughing. I mean, he was kind of a little stocky physique of a guy. He said, you'll be 10 times a salesman honest that you ever were before. And I consider that today one of those monumental moments in recovery that I got back on track. And that job proved to be a proving ground for how honesty was so much more effective. So, you know, there again, it goes back to this, my favorite passage, and that is, you know, there are things I do which get in my own way. And there are things I do sometimes without knowing it that I get in the way of others. And those are the ones I have to work on. And I've had a, a recent episode where I've had to learn some stuff. And I thank God for that. Because the people I respect in the program have always kept learning. You know, they've always kept learning. is exactly the way that I feel. And I want to read this again for, for really for the listeners. It says, For me, AA is a synthesis of all the philosophy I've ever read, all of the positive, the good philosophy, all of it based on love. I have seen that there is only one law, the law of love, and there are only two sins. The first is to interfere with the growth of another human being, and the second is to interfere with one's own growth. And the way that I come at this a lot, because I, I have been a therapist for about 35 years now, is when we get into, because first of all, let me say, love is the answer. Love is the whole universe. That's my belief system, like Michael's. Now, when I look at this, because I'm in, and my circumstances are maybe a little different, only in that uh, where it says here, the first is to interfere with the growth of another human being, and the second is to interfere with one's own growth. Whether I'm seeing somebody in a professional way, or if it's sponsorship, I have 
a relationship with that other person and I have a responsibility to that other person to tell them the truth. Now, years ago, uh, I was really blatant with that. But I've learned over the years that if I will back off from that in-their-face stuff, that usually I'll get more out of the other human being because most of all of us are damaged in some way. Now, that may sound like that's a negative statement, but it's not. All it is is saying what is actually going on. So if I'm to help this person, if they come to me, and I don't go around asking people they, they need help, mm -hmm. but if they come to me, I have such a belief system. I am so strong in my belief systems about AA and codependency, ACOA, you name it. I have a strong belief system in those things. So there are times that I have to say, if I'm sitting with somebody, what's what I'm feeling? If I don't do that, I feel like that I'm not doing them justice. In fact, I think that I'm lying. That's, mm -hmm. And that's just the way I look at it. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the way that I try to live my life. And for the most part, it works for me. And I think that when I do that, I can walk away with love, not wanting, knowing that, I've, that I haven't wanted to hurt anybody. The closest I come to standing in the way of someone else's growth is with my children. And when I stand in the way of their growth, I'm really thinking more about me than I am about them. Because I, I still have this guilt about the things that I didn't do, <laughs> not so much that I did do, but the things I didn't do when they were children mm -hmm. and growing up. And I think you and I have talked about that a lot. A lot. And the thing, if I may, when you hang around here a while and you've been around people for 25 plus years and you've watched them work their program, if you're lucky, you've been able to help them work a portion of their program at one time or another. Because I remember vividly the time when Rusty and I would start talking about practicing the pause. And that pause, you know, I, I had to look for what was the benefit of practicing the pause. And when you get into practicing the pause, you discover quickly that honesty without compassion can be cruelty. And when you have that opportunity, for me, what I did is I actually started counting the times that I caught myself before I was cruel to another individual. I remember being in a, believe it or not, a smoke hole one time, and one of my coworkers was out there and goes, you know, I don't understand why you're so calm and cool. And I'm going, man, there is nothing calm and cool about me at all. Where is he getting that? And I talked to you about mm -hmm. that. 
because it was such a shock to me that that was the persona this guy had about me. His inside me is... But I tell you what, I've seen it become, I've seen Rusty become a better counselor uh, by practicing this pause and compassion. And I've seen me become a better sponsor. As a result, you know, if you're like me, I spend an entire lifetime thinking the faster I react, the better. The first person that reacts wins. Mm -hmm. What a screwed up way to operate a life. But then to start seeing the reward, you have to have that pause to go, whoa, wait a minute. Is what I'm seeing really what I'm seeing? Is it live or is it Memorex? What I'm seeing from this person. And I, man, I pow out a lot. Envision, envision as you can. Rusty's 80. I'm almost 70. And him and I building a deck at his lake house mm -hmm. together. It's the it's the best example of both of us working our program at the same time. <laughs> we would have a disagreement, and we would just go, "Huh, hmm, you could be right." <laughs> and those are the things I remember. I remember though what I feel like is the work, the actual practice of these things. And I've just been fortunate enough to do a lot of that with him. Yeah, we've all we've we've had that uh, for many years, mm -hmm. and I love even the first sentence here. Uh, for me, AA is a synthesis of all the philosophies I've ever read, and I read mm -hmm. a lot, and I know that you guys do too. <laughs> it is so true; it's all there mm -hmm. between the big book and, and the twelve. And of course, I'm a big uh, twelve and twelve big book uh, thumper. So it's all there. It's just deciphering it. Mm -hmm. And that takes time. This is kind of off the subject, but that's why I continue to go to meetings after 40 years mm -hmm. is that I learn something every time. I mean this. Every time I'm in a meeting, I never walk out of a meeting that I haven't gotten something from that. And, and more times than not, it's a newcomer. So... It's all there, and that's why I always get tickled when somebody say, you're still going to those meetings. Mm -hmm. You're still going. And they say it like, what's the matter with you? And what they don't realize is there's nothing the matter. In fact, it's all good. Yeah. And life would be, without meetings would be pretty boring to me. Well, it's our way of life. Mm -hmm. It is our way of life. I had one of our friends call me last night who was going to speak at another meeting. And I could tell on the phone, he's never really spoke to a, at any meeting. And, and uh, he said, I'm scared to death. And I said, that's pretty normal. Mm -hmm. But also understand as you grow in this program, you're going to realize it's less about you. Yeah. He said, so what do you do before you speak? And I said, it's kind of simple. And that is, I actually get on my knees. I mean, actually get on my knees. Not just say I'm getting on my knees. <laughs> but I get on my knees and I right. just say, God, make this about you and not me. He goes, what? <laughs> I won't mention his name because he's not here. But uh, yeah. He said, I, oh, God, no kidding. I said, yeah, God, no kidding. 
and you'll be fine. You're going to do great. And somebody had to teach me that. So it's so fun to be, to appear so knowledgeable when all we're doing is repeating stuff we learned from somebody else. This has been a production of childrenofchaos.net, and we invite you to share your thoughts with us via email to comments at childrenofchaos.net. Children of Chaos is a forum to discuss topics related to and in concert with addiction and recovery in America, is not affiliated with, endorsed, or financed by any recovery or treatment program, organization, or institution. Any views, thoughts, or opinions expressed by an individual in this venue are solely that of the individual and do not reflect the views, policies, or position of any specific recovery-based entity or organization.